Tie wa hindi so O nyamye utsumi so
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong and mighty in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. The Lord bless and favor you all. Please kindly share the link. Kindly share the link. Invite your friends and loved ones. If you know any witch or wizard, you can also share the link to the person. You just let the person join. Hallelujah. You are just helping. You just share the link. Let the witches also enter and enjoy the power of God. Hallelujah. God bless you, son. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. God bless you. I want to welcome all of you to this afternoon session of the lunch prayer fire experience. Please, um, last night during the um, priesthood time, the Lord gave us a prophetic direction that we all should try and get a token of salt. So please, if you don't have your salt with you, try and get some. Try and get some. If you don't have it with you, maybe where you are, um, it will be very difficult for you to get some. Um, please um, try and get some this evening. But please listen to the instructions that will come so that when you get the salt, you will know what you are supposed to do. If maybe where you are, um, you'll find it difficult to get some of the salt now. Please, you can just get some maybe in the evening. Can you all hear me, please? All right. All right. Good. Good. So please, last night during the priesthood time, the Lord gave us a prophetic direction and he told us to get a token of salt. So please try and get a token of salt. Are you listening to me? Maybe you didn't know because you were not able to join priesthood time and you are at the workplace or something. Try and get the salt when you get home. And I'll give the instructions on what the Lord wants us to do with the salt. Make sure you listen to the instructions when you get the salt. Just follow what the Lord has told us. Hallelujah. And I know strongly in my spirit that 
you are going to testify to the glory of God in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. All right, great. I want to thank God for your lives. Any type of salt, any salt, whether are you dated salt or adult salt, any kind of salt. Any kind of salt is okay. All right. Can you all hear me, please? All right. Sure, somebody said, I have a testimony, but my network is not good. So please, can I type it here? Sure, you can do that. You can do that. Please, if you have any testimony and you want to testify to the glory of God, you can either call in or type. If you know maybe your network will not permit you to call in, you can just um, type it here so that it will be simple. All right. All right. Shalom, Nanajwa. Shalom, Papa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I hope everything is fine. By the grace of God, we are all fine. Wow. We thank God. Give mm. a testimony. Okay. Okay. Today All is right. exactly exactly a year God gave me my daughter. Wow. And it it wasn't easy that day. Mm. But God saw us through the pregnancy moment mm. throughout the delivery. Wow. Papa me 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 Wow. Because na Wow. wow we give god praise we thank god for your daughter's life we thank god for you and even for the entire family we pray that even as you have testified giving god his glory every other thing that is left may the hand of the lord work it for you in jesus amen. precious mighty name amen god bless you my regards to jesse jude my regards to all of them. God bless you. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow. Glory to Jesus. We thank God for her life and that of her family. Okay, Gideon said, On Monday during the prayers, you made a declaration that anyone who is owing us and don't want, doesn't want to pay the angels of God will go after them. And let them release the money. Someone was owing me getting to two months. And the person didn't want to pay. But just this Tuesday evening, 
I checked my Momo wallet and she had paid it all in full. Wow. Wow. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We thank God for your life. I stand on the premise of this testimony and I declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus anybody that is owing you and has decided not to pay by the power of the Holy Ghost let them release that money in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and if you are also owing somebody and you have refused to pay by the power of the Holy Ghost go and pay it in Jesus name say Amen that one you don't want to say Amen you always want us to pray one sided prayer I want to show many of us the reason why we don't get some testimonies. Because the, the testimony you are believing God for, another person is believing God f- for it from you. You see the thing? But you have decided that you will not give it to the person, but you want it from another person. That is why some of us, our testimonies have delayed. You go and release what you are supposed to release, that which is supposed to come to you will also come. And this is what some of you don't want to hear. But me, I'll say it to I will say it. So that's what some of you, you buy prophets with money. Man of God, man of God. I'm giving you a seed. Say something, say something. Say something good. I will tell you what you are supposed to do. And the wrong thing you are doing that is locking your testimony. You might not be okay, but if you follow it, you will not just be happy for some few moments. You'll be happy forever. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Lady Consuela said, Oh, said my sissy locked you from about three days. Oh, for about three days, your sissy. Hey, this is it too, dear. I'm going to family life. Same girl, so no. I'm going Okay, so she said her waist got locked up for three days. Then I kept massaging with the balm of Gilead. And any time I get the massage, I cry. Because it was so painful. Glory be to God. I'm healed. Wow. Wow. We give God praise. We speak in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let your waist be stable. Your healing is permanent. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We call it done. Amen. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God praise. Amen. All right. Any other testimony? Any other testimony? God bless you, Lady Consuela. God bless you.
Any other testimony? Somebody's visa has been approved right now. Somebody's visa has been approved. If you will be going for a visa interview in the course of the month, I pray for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May you return with a testimony. In Jesus' precious mighty name. You will come back with a great testimony. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. preservation of the Lord be upon you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Victoria may the covering of the Lord be upon your life your destinies are preserved in Jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah Amen. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to enter into a moment of prayer. And this afternoon, I want us to deal with that altar that brings stagnation in the lives of people. Someone said, Papa, please, on Wednesday, you asked us to call, but I called you several times, but you didn't pick up. <laughs> if you knew how my phone was hot, you would have thanked God. <laughs> so please forgive me okay, it's not intentional I'll fix another day so that we talk okay kindly forgive me it's not intentional yesterday I answered over over 50 calls that's one of the main reasons why we couldn't even meet for lines prayer fire So kindly, kindly forgive me. And I know I don't know some people. I think they have five phones. They, when they call with this one, and there is no answer, they will call with another one. Can you all hear me, please? 
You see, some people who were calling, they were using eight phones. When they call, and it's call waiting, they will call with another line. Hey! So I remember, I had an um, urgent meeting around 7.35 a.m. That was yesterday. So I was talking to this woman and um, the time 8 a.m. actually passed. So I was there when one of my daughters brought the phone to me. Around 8.10, I had over 45 missed calls. 8.10 a.m. <laughs> so I had to, you know, do everything fast, fast. I didn't even finish the conversation with the woman. I had to finish very fast, and I started calling the the the, the calls that I missed. But by the special grace of God, um, I was able to. Somebody said, please uh, do it country to country. Okay, I think that one too will be better. I think that one too will be better. So maybe we'll start with UK. Then the UK people will call. We'll give them a date. After talking to them, then we'll pick another. I believe that one will be better. Kaswa people, don't call if it is not your turn. I beg you. You read Ghana for now, we will give you your own date. The Kaswa people, please take note. When we are done with the Ghanaians, we will give you your own date. The Lord bless you. Yes, Kaswa is a country on its own. So please, um, we shouldn't forget that. It's an abomination to mix Kaswa people um, with Ghanaians. It's a, it's a great abomination. We really need to be, you know, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. All right, all right. We give God praise and we give God all the glory. We thank God for the wonderful thing that he has done in our lives. We thank him for the testimonies that he's given to us. We thank him for the doors that he's opening for us. We thank him for the preservation that he has released on our lives. We thank him for delivering us from death in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Papa, this testimony is a testimony of faith. I recently lost my one month, two weeks pregnancy on Monday. Oh, but I believe the Lord who gifted me with a child will do it again. Holy Spirit. Did you go to the hospital and they told you there is no baby in the womb. 
That's what they told you. Okay. All right. Please send me a text on SMS after lunch prayer fire. Okay. I will look into things for you and um, we'll talk. Okay. All right. All right. Nanaya, the Lord will preserve your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this afternoon, what I want us to pray about is to enforce the victory that we have over stagnation. Are you following? To enforce the victory we have over stagnation. One of the things I want all of you to understand, you see, anytime I want us to pray, I really want us to understand what we are praying about. We are not just lifting prayer points here and there, I'm just praying. Because in this life, you need to understand life, else you will not see anything flourishing in your destiny. I've already told us several times that we are not here for fun. No matter how you see life, life actually has its own picture in the spirit realm. There is a way spirits actually see life. There is a way the God who made life sees life. If you don't see it from that perspective, you will miss a lot of things. Now, in the, in the sight of God, life or destiny is a path. In the sight of God, destiny is a pathway from a beginning point to a destination. Destiny is a pathway. And we all, whether we like it or yes, we are on pathways. Everybody has a pathway that God has created for that person. And that pathway on which you find yourself, you began from somewhere. And you are ending at somewhere. Are you listening to me? Now, I don't want to really stretch this into the biblical and the um, spiritual side because it will turn out to be a teaching service. But then I'm trying to let you understand one thing. That on this earth, it doesn't matter how you see life. You are, you are on a journey. And you know, we don't go on a journey in a room. We go on a journey on a path. So whether you like it or yes, you are on a path. Now, this path actually was created by God. But what we need to understand is that the beginning of that journey is not when you are born by your mother. No. Take note of what I'm saying. The beginning of that journey is not the birth that you know you were born through your, your, your mother. The very beginning of that pathway is when the Holy Ghost actually gives birth to you. This is called the born again experience. That is the beginning of destiny. That is to say, if you are not born again, if you are not born by the Spirit, no matter what you do in this world, it, is, it cannot be counted as destiny. Don't forget what I'm saying. 
you can be a philanthropist you can get a package all the money you have going give it to orphans without Christ you have, you have just fulfilled a universal principle and the universal laws will be in good position for you are you getting my point sowing and reaping is not only in Christ it is a universal principle unbelievers when they sow they will reap there are certain principles of life that you don't need to be a Christian before they work for you are you following don't forget these things that is the reason why that you have become a Christian does not mean you should not follow these principles because there are certain things in life in your life let me make it specific there are certain things in your life the way God designed them prayer will not give them to you there are certain things in life if you want to walk in them it is not by prayer prayer is good we should pray always without ceasing but you can't gather you can't put your chop box and open it and say you are entering into dry fast until the chop box is filled with cash it is possible but it is rare that the reason why it is rare is because if it is not in the way god arranged your destiny it will not happen no matter the faith you think you have because there is something higher than our faith it is called the wisdom of god don't forget these things oh and as i said this during priesthood time this is what many christians lack and sometimes i blame some of the prophets because they make their preachings and everything look like everything is just by prayer and god bringing it down and this and this and that so we are always waiting that somewhere somehow a miracle will happen somewhere some something will happen there will be a change in my destiny one day one day and certain people believe these things that they died without experiencing them and later they called god wicked because they have thrown away the principles that are also the foundations of the wisdom of God in every man. Oh, my brother, hope could you say God bless you yourself? I hope you are doing well. You're welcome, sir. Are you listening to me? So during priesthood time, I told you that there is something called the wisdom. God, He rules over the entire world with two dimensions of Himself. The first one is called the power of God. And the second one is called the wisdom of God. God created everything by his power. But he keeps everything to the end by his wisdom. Some says so that the destiny of someone is to be a medical doctor and the person becomes a medical doctor but the person is an unbeliever and doesn't have the holy ghost it means the person has not fulfilled destiny never you see let me explain i'll explain further for you to understand you see i've already told you that there is a difference between a career and destiny are you getting it there is a difference between career 
and destiny. Now, destiny in itself is a spiritual path. It is a path of your soul. So physically, you might not even see your body walking on that path. You can be lying in your room, but your soul is on a path. Your soul is on a journey. That journey that your soul is on is actually what we call destiny. So medical, being a medical doctor is not necessarily the destiny. It is just a calling. When we talk about a calling... We are speaking of the physical strategy that God will put in place for your destiny to be maximized and fulfilled. Are you getting my point? There is a link between your destiny and your calling. Now, when it comes to, there is something we call destiny statement and I think this one I told you that when the soul of a child is about to come to the earth the child will stand in the court of heaven and declarations will be made everybody's destiny has a a summary everybody's destiny has a summarized statement of it it is called the destiny statement now, if you don't know these things, you will miss a lot of things. That is the reason why. Even God can call about 25 million people to be prophets. But their destiny statements will differ. They are all prophets. But they will never do the prophetic assignment in the same way. Are you getting it? So, that pathway that your soul is working on, which is the prophetic... It's actually your calling. And that calling should let you know the specificity of what you are supposed to do. And I've already told you that even when we talk about prophets, there are many dimensions of prophets in our kingdom. We are not the same. There are prophets who don't really prophesy about the dark world. It is not that they have decided not to do that. It is because that is not where God has created their calling to to be. That some of them they come for restoration. When they come, whatever you have lost, once they pray for you, it will be restored. Some people too come to expose the works of darkness. Some of them too will come to let you know where you have missed it in life. Then you they will now show you the right path. So you see, they are all prophets, but they are all having different forms. It is like you being a medical doctor, but then there are specializations. We have ophthalmologists who work on the eyes. We have these ones who do this, but they are all medical doctors. But they have all specialized in different fields. I don't know if I get in my point. Good. So you see, there is a difference between a career and a destiny. God wants you to get money. The prophet even told you that, hey, God will lift you. Whilst the prophet was telling you that you are an unbeliever, you have not believed in the Lord Jesus. Now you see, whenever God tells you that this is what he has planned for you, 
there is a purpose for that thing. Are you getting it? But then it is possible to have the thing without knowing the purpose. That is, that is the deception that the enemy destroys many destinies with. Once you do not know Christ, you will not know your calling. Even though it is possible that where you find yourself is actually the same place that you are supposed to exhibit your calling. But then it will not be a calling anymore. It will be like a career. You will just be doing it to get money to take care of yourself and your family. And you will never fulfill destiny in that. Exactly. Are you getting it? So there are certain people that they have actually traveled. Now it is the will of God that they travel. Yes, it is part of their destiny script. But then they, didn't, they don't even know why God wants them to travel. So they went there and they are doing their own thing. Even though where they are is actually part of the script of destiny. Because you see, the way destiny is, eh, even if God wants you to be in the field of medical science, once you become a medical doctor, does not mean you have fulfilled destiny. I believe I get my point. Because it is a journey. That okay, right now I've become a medical doctor, so I fulfilled it. No, no, there's nothing like that. When you step into the medical field, you have now actually started the destiny. Are you getting it? You have now come to the place where you are supposed to be and do that work of destiny. But then, if you don't know Christ, that which you are in will not be destiny to you, it will be a career. You will use it for your own. You know, ambitions. Are you forgetting my point? Good. Good. So now, on this path of destiny that we find ourselves, because it is a path it is either you are standing on it, you are walking on it, that standing, sitting, walking, running, or flying. I've, I've actually um, taught us what I'm talking about right now, but then I still want to bring us enlightenment because we can't deal with stagnation without knowing the pathway of destiny. Are you following? So it is either on that pathway you are you are standing, you are sitting, you are running, you are walking, or you are flying. Now, at every point in time, some of these things might be important. There is a point you will get to in destiny. You are not supposed to run. You are supposed to sit. There is a point in destiny. You are supposed to walk. There is a point in destiny. You are supposed to stand. There is a point in destiny. You are supposed to fly. Are you getting my point? Now, if you don't know these things, you think life is all about just running, running, running. You will miss a lot of things. 
you will miss a lot of things because God himself is aware that in destiny there is something we call calling the calling is a physical strategy that the Lord will put in place where you will find yourself physically to fulfill the destiny which is the spiritual path of the soul is very important very very important because if you miss it it is easy for you to get out of the pathway of destiny are you listening to me and the beautiful thing that we all need to understand is that sometimes whilst one man is walking on his destiny path another man will be flying whilst someone is sitting another man will be running this is the reason why it is unwise to compare your life to another the moment you do that the bible says you are you are not wise any wise man will know destiny is not a race it is a journey we are not running on the same way to go and get to no 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 relax is we are not all on one road are you getting it we are all not on one pathway there is a specific pathway that God has for you and you need to discover it and walk run sit stand and fly on that pathway very necessary that is why there are certain people when it comes to the area of marriage some people will even marry at the age of 22 21 20. some people too aside all demonic and satanic strategies against them according to the script of their destinies some people are supposed to marry by 32 30. in fact there are certain people according to the script of their destinies they are not even supposed to marry so it is not every woman that is not married that the devil has attacked her marriage <laughs> are you getting my point if you don't get these things eh, you will go wrong every time Understand these things. Oh. Aside every witchcraft attack against marriages, there are certain people. The script of their destiny, there is no marriage in it. Yes. Some people too, they will have marriage in their script, but they will decide they will not marry. There is nothing God will do to them. Because if they do it for the sake of the kingdom, there is no issue. Even if they decide that they will not just marry, no problem. Are you getting my point? In as much as marriage is a good thing, it is not by force. God knows that. And then there are certain people God has appointed 
according to the shape of their destinies they need to marry. So now, have you ever asked yourself, Oh Lord, in the script of my destiny, am I supposed to marry? That one is not your plan, Po. You, that feeling you are having in you, you see, you see a young man with a little hair on the chest, that 17 hair on the chest, then you are, something is moving within you. You go and call me, Daddy, um, I think I've seen the right man. Do you even know left? That you you know right, huh? The reason you see it's just because you feel like you know some of you you just decide to be in a relationship because your friends are enjoying in their relationships. And mostly, I don't want to talk about this because if I try to go to that side. I would, I would start throwing some missiles. I'm telling you. Be a beginning there. You see, destiny is very, very critical. Destiny is very spiritual. And destiny is so accurate and calculated. You can't be missing things like that. Are you listening to me? Yeah, this guy called Lucifer is aware that your destiny, your purpose on this earth is connected to time. And during priesthood, I told you that this time is the chronological days, weeks, months, and years that we have. He knows that there is a certain purpose of life that God has for you that you can only fulfill them to the 100% measure when you are between the age of 19 and 26. God is aware. If you cross 26 and you have not yet fulfilled that, you can get close to the fulfillment, but you can never fulfill it. This is what many people don't understand. Because you see, fulfillment is also a journey. Are you following? Fulfillment is also a journey. Let's say I was born, and according to the destiny that God wrote concerning my life, I was supposed to know Christ at the age of eight and start working in my office as a prophet, maybe at the age of 20. Now, there are many destinies God has connected to that destiny of mine. That maybe by the age of 186, that is when I'm supposed to fulfill that destiny. Now, you see, if I get to know of God at the age of 23, there's a big problem. Are you listening to me? There is a Oh, I'm telling you. Because according to what God planned, I was supposed to know God at the age of 8. Now, 23, I'm now knowing God. I've wasted many years. The good thing is that God can restore. But then, 
we shouldn't forget the side of the physical ones too. You see, many times when God is restoring some of these things, He restores the years. But the word of the Lord did not really make mention of the purpose. I don't forget in my point. So don't think you just live your life anyhow when you're about to grow old and you now accept the call of God and do it. You will see what will happen to you. You can't even shout in the name of Jesus like the way we are doing now. If you if you try, you start coughing. <coughs> we have to take you to a because your age alone, the age alone will not help you. That is why, even in the military, there is a certain age when you cross, it, it will be very difficult for you to enter. That's how this thing has been arranged, though. Are you getting my point? That's why we don't waste time. That's why we just don't waste time. Because if you do, time is connected to purpose. You'll be wasting purpose. That is what I'm trying to say. The Bible said, there is a purpose. There is a time for every purpose under the sun. That purpose of your life, eh, there is a time for it. So if you keep wasting the time, you'll be moving far away from the purpose. Some of you can waste five years in the wrong relationship. Meanwhile, these five years, what you, you should have done with your destiny, you just locked everything and you are in the wrong relationship. At the end of it all, the person will say, um, let's, let's go our separate ways. Five years. Five years. Now, you see, God can restore things to you. Yes, he can restore things. But then, don't forget that age has already caught up with you. And there are certain purposes. If you miss them at certain age range, you cannot do 100% of them. You can only, that is why even in the kingdom, the Bible said, when the good seed fell on the right soil, the word of the Lord said, it germinated and we had 160 and 30. That should let you know. Even though the thing fell on good ground, so the results were not the same. Even though God has restored everything to you, it is not automatic that you can fulfill the thing. Are you listening to me? That is why we don't waste time. And I'm trying to say this to the young ladies listening to me. Okay? Don't, don't waste time in relationships. You see, sit down, hear God. Know what God wants you to do. Forget these emotions. It will lock you somewhere. Forget these emotions and feelings. That they are just biochemical reactions going on in your body. Your entire life, you are just following some movement of some... Ah! Just the movement of some hormones your whole body is following. What is wrong with you? 
I'm not sure some of us were in wrong places. But then I remember when God's light came upon me and I saw how I'd wasted time. I said, me, all these moments that I wasted, thank God, thank God that I'm still in my youthful stage. I will do everything possible to catch up. That is what many people cannot do. Because it is actually based on the age. Are you listening to me? So some of us, eh, we, we started praying as if we were mad. And we were, we were trying to discomfort ourselves. Because we had already comforted ourselves in the wrong place. And we nearly lost destiny. So if I want to catch up, I really need to discomfort myself now. This is not the time I need a certain bed that I will sleep on and be relaxing in the jacuzzi. You see, as beautiful as these things are, there is a point in your life you should not focus on these things. Meanwhile, these are some of the things we are all looking for. Everybody wants to live a good life. You look, you only live once. Man of God, we are saying the Bakupo and my name Chile Bia. Who told you chilling is destiny? Is chilling bad? No. But then focus on destiny. C.S. Lewis said, In our pathway, in our journey of destiny, there are many rest stops. Rest stops that God will give to us. He said there are many ins. I-N-N-S that God will give to us on our way but we should not make these ends our abode we should not make these ends our destination this is what many of us are doing some of us think that in this life if you just become wealthy you struggle, you say you hustle, sir. you now get money to build a, a big mansion, you now buy cars, you have a wife, you have four children, the, everybody is fine. You think you have now fulfilled destiny. This is the deception the devil placed in our minds. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, you see, these are these things I'm talking about. About 95% of Africans see wealth and everything to be success. Is that not what you have told us? So even the motivational speakers will tell you, if you want to be successful in life, first, don't be lazy. Second, don't be this. They, they, all these principles are good. But then ask them, what is the definition for success? Because there are many of us in Africa... When we think of success, we start thinking of a certain car, this, this. You see, what about those who were born into these things already? There's a young boy that was born into a family in the U.S. They have plenty cars. The guy, even at the age of two, he had a house in his name. So what would this young boy also call success? If that one is success, then right from birth, the guy has already succeeded. That is wrong. That is very wrong. Are, are you getting my point? It is only in Africa that when you say, ah, the Lord is going to open a traveling door for you. Eh, come and see. 
we will dance and dance and dance. I don't know when we go to US if they prophesy to them that God is also going to open a traveling door for the person is, is in the US. Say, ah, God is going to open a door for you in Kaswa. For the way to Ghana. They won't even come. Unless it is God's purpose. Are you getting my point? Meanwhile, here we don't care whether it is the will of God or not. We just want to leave. We want to go to Oyibo town. Oyibo. Hey! May the Lord show us mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I know some of you don't like what I'm saying because you have already said, you have already purposed in your heart and in your mind. Me, this year will never end and I'll be in this nation. Never. I will here this year, this year, by hook or crook, Hey! Some people didn't take their time. They wanted to travel by all means. They never inquired of God. That's how come a certain fake travel agency chop your money. You see? Take your time. Eh? There is a season in your life eh? everybody will be getting married. But anytime you want to pray about it, the Lord will, there will be a certain kind of stop that you sense in your spirit. Everybody, you are 32. But when you want to pray, God will say, don't pray about marriage. Focus on my work. It will look like everybody is succeeding and you are not. That is not success. I don't forget my point. This is, yeah, but let me tell you the truth. I caught these things long ago. And from that moment, my life became so focused on the will of God than what I see others do. Are you listening to me? That a colleague of mine is now married with two children and then I don't know what to do. Me too, I'm growing. That thing doesn't have a place in my mind. When we're suffering, eh, we're suffering in peace were suffering with joy because we knew it was not a suffering from the devil it was a pruning stage it was a purification stage are you getting my point some of you any kind of discomfort that you feel you just want to run away you don't know whether it is even God that is training you or not you just want to run away Huh? So if you don't have money right now, because it is a training that God is giving to you about money and how to handle money with wisdom, but you don't know, you think the devil has sat on your finance. It is possible the devil does these things, but then when sometimes when you want to, you see, let me show you. Mostly the sufferings that are of God, eh? even though sometimes 
thoughts will come to your mind. I don't know what is going on. I'm struggling. I don't know. But it looks like there is a certain peace in your heart. When you go to church and you are singing, you bet to hallelujah, hallelujah. You can remove your right shoe and put it on your head. Then you start booging, no boogie, no boogie. Now you've forgotten that you are the one who was complaining of financial struggle just few hours before church. You see, that is the kind the, the suffering that you see, some people don't have much, but the little they have, they are always planning to go ahead, but they are very content. If you are not content with what you have, now you see, we need to understand what contentment is. It is one of the greatest things you can ever do or let me say experience in it's, it's a great sign of maturity contentment i'm telling you now you see contentment does not mean you don't want to go forward it means you are okay with what god has given to you now but then you are you are you are stretching further for more are, are you getting it you are okay with what you have now But you are still stretching for more. There is a certain peace that is between that. That is what contentment is. It's a great sign of maturity, I'm telling you. You know, there are certain people, whenever they have iPhone 11 Pro Max and they release iPhone 12, something will start kicking within them. They will not be okay, even with what they have. They just want to always have the latest. Now, in as much as that attitude is somehow, can somehow be good, it can be very detrimental to your destiny. Are you listening to me? There are people like that. They can't even use their car for two years. They will change it right now. They go and do balancing. Can I help you? If you are like that, you need to pray. Because it is a clear sign that you don't really, you are, you are not always okay. God bless you, Zofu. True godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. Some of us don't know. It's, it's, it's a great wealth. Contentment. Let's see, contentment does not mean settling for less. That's not what it means. It means to be okay. To, and you see, you know that whenever a man is not content, the enemy steals something from his lips. It is called the fruit of your lips. And the fruit of your lips is normally what we call thanksgiving. Anybody that is not content, that fruit will be taken. You can never thank God. You can never thank God. Because you will think that what you are looking for, you don't have it yet. Why should you thank God? And the moment that one comes, a new thing will pop up. 
and you'll be stretching for that one. You will not even thank God for the one you just had. You, you can live a whole life of 20 years without even thanking God because you are always trying to go forward and you are not content with the, the little that you... And it's a, it's a devilish way. Let me tell you, even in marriage, when the enemy sees that this is your character, he will trouble your marriage. You cannot appreciate one woman. You cannot stay with one woman for the rest of your life. When you, the moment you see another lady that looks a bit better in your mind than your wife, you keep stretching. That's how the devil destroys marriages. Let me tell you one thing. Whether you like it or yes, what you have, there is always something better than it. There is something better than what you have now. Are you listening to me? But first... Be content with what God has given to you. Give God praise for that. Many of us don't even know. One of the easiest ways to get the one that is ahead of us is to appreciate God for the one we have now. I want us to read from Psalm 50 verse 23. I want different versions. If you have the NIV, I will really appreciate it. Psalm 50 verse 23. said, those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me, and to the blameless I will show my salvation. This one too also said, whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. I want different, different versions. Let me read from the New American Standard Bible. Okay, this is amplified. He said, He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me, and he who orders his way aright, who prepares, look at that, who prepares the way that I may show him, to him I will demonstrate, look at that, I will demonstrate the salvation of God. Now listen, I want, that is the point I am looking for. He said, He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving unless and glorifies me. This is the Lord speaking. And he said, And he who orders his way aright. Who is the one that orders his way aright? The one who prepares the way that I may show him. That person I will demonstrate the salvation of God. Now, if you have the King James, you have the um, the the concordance in the Strong's Numbers. When you check the word salvation, it is the word Yeshua. 
It means deliverance. It means rescue. It means safety. It means welfare. It means prosperity. It means victory. Are, are you getting my point? Now take note. Whenever a man gives thanks to God for what God has done for him, he is glorifying God. Now, according to the scripture, in other words, what the man is doing is that he is preparing the way for God to show him a salvation. And that salvation can be prosperity. That salvation can be victory. That salvation can be safety. Many of us don't even understand why. You see, many of us don't know the main reason why we should enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving is a sign of contentment. Are you following? Thanksgiving is a sign. Anybody who is not content with what he or she has will, be, will find it very difficult to thank God. It's a clear thing. We all know that. Are you following? God has greater things to do for us. We have greater plans ahead of our lives. But then, wherever God will take us to, we should be content. Contentment doesn't mean sit down. No. It means appreciate God for whatever he has done for you. And create an atmosphere of joy in that state. Are you following? Now, you see, the kind of preachings we keep hearing, they, they are causing many of us not to know how to be content. The kind of preachings we keep hearing now. So there's a young lady who wants to marry. But she has no boyfriend. And one way or the other, a young man showed up and the guy said oh hello i hope you are doing please um i like you um i can sense that my destiny is in line with yours and when we come together i believe that things will work well and uh, please i want us to start a relationship that's fine now you see some of the ladies don't want relationship they want street marriage Because that is what she's looking for. That you meet the guy now, the guy will just come down from his car and put a ring on your finger. They say, this is a miracle. Oh my God. I've never seen such a thing like that before. Oh my God. <laughs> you are dying coming. Huh? You are dying coming. A 
exactly. I mean, that is wrong. That is wrong. They don't. They don't. That you see. That's the problem. They just. And let me tell you. Before you can teach contentment, eh, you yourself, you should have been content, <laughs> because it is one of the easy, one of the teachings that will just reveal your secret whilst you are talking. If you are not content, you can't teach contentment. It will show even in your language that you are not content. You know, I've told you there are certain teachings, eh? If you have not yet experienced them and you try to teach them, everybody will know. A sign that it will not even make impact. Everybody will know that you are far from what you are teaching. It's like a man who beats his wife. Then you now come and preach. Husbands, treat your wives with all knowledge. Like the ones that don't stretch your hand to beat your wife. Don't do it. Is it preaching and I don't know I Because some of try to pretend as if Sophie is not beating her so that the church people will not. But then one day, one day, the woman said, Husbands, don't beat your Sophie Mamu. Not knowing that Sophie Mamu was holding the microphone and can read these scriptures in the Amasofu. So then came out in the speaker. Also, Are you following me? We have a lot of people preaching things they have not done. One of the reasons, I remember one time an angel appeared to me and he told me, do you know why? That was way back. Do you know why some of your messages are not making impact? I didn't understand. In fact, he showed me some of the messages. The messages were like water. Like, it was like a river that was flowing. Some of the messages I preached, in fact, I saw the title on a river. But the river was stagnant. It was not moving. And he said, this is the message. Then I said, what, what, what is that? And he said, yes. Before this river can flow, you need to be worked on by the same message. In fact, that thing really entered my spirit. I decided to go on a fast and build an intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost. Whilst doing that, certain things that I used to do easily, I started losing appetite for them. I used to talk plenty. I'm not talking about. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, I started losing appetite for these things. And there were certain lifestyles that God began to deal with me on. And for the space of three years, in fact, God dealt with me. And I knew that I, something has happened to me. It was from that moment 
that many people began to get testimonies even from the messages and the prophecies. Because when I stand now and I say, the word of the Lord said, do not fornicate. There is a certain inner witness that is in me that sparks a certain light. It will get attached to the saying. And when the word is coming into your ears, it is not just a saying. There is something back in it. Are you getting my point? It will hit you, you will cry. A woman called me from Canada one time. She was in tears. And I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. And she told me she was just listening to one of my messages. And the message has really touched her. But when I went to check the title of the message, it was in 2020 that I, I preached on, on the podcast. 2020, around November. How that message is still transforming destinies. Now let me tell you this. I know that many of you here, you are called into the ministry. It's not, it's not really about how you shout. You see? The, 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 the power that is able to transform the hearts of men. It is called anakazo. The compelling power of the Holy Ghost. This is what Jesus spoke with when he was walking on the road to Emmaus when he saw two of his disciples. They didn't even know. The Bible said Jesus spoke to them, opened their eyes, and they understood the scriptures. Then the people said, did our hearts not burn in us when he spoke to us? It is not about how husky your voice will be. You know, many people think that if your message will make impact, you need to be shouting, ha, I came to tell somebody that God is about. It is good. But the power is not in that voice. It is not in that apostle voice. The power is the Holy Ghost. Are you getting my point? And it is not even in the, the, the magnitude of the revelation you think you have. Because many of us, what we think we call, what we call revelation is just information that we have received that other people have not yet seen. Revelation that cannot bring transformation is just an information. It is just a, it has not even close to knowledge. It is an information. You have just been informed. And let me tell you, it is only the Holy Ghost who can bring transformation. Only the Holy Ghost. It's not how clear your exegesis of scripture is. It's not no 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 no. It is the Holy Ghost. That is why the certain men of God, sometimes when you listen to them, simple message, no revelation. No. When you listen to some men of God like Bishop Dag, you will not, you will not even hear strange revelations like some of the things we see here. Simple, see, simple teachings. But you go and check the the the. <clears throat> you when you see the dimensions of impact 
you will know it is not about the seeing. It is the, the power that is backing. I'm telling you. So people can be too serious, so rigid, thinking that rigidity will bring the release of the anointing. It's not always true. <laughs> That's what I said. When they join lunch prayer and they, they hear that we are laughing, we are, sometimes we are making some jokes and funny things in this place, they are not serious. How will the anointing be released? But when you hear some of the testimonies, you will know that even some of the jokes are anointed. <laughs> Are you following? Sure. You know people who listen to some jokes and laughter and anxiety left them. You know, they've been listening to Basket Mouth. They've been listening to Okebakasi. They've been listening to Akoro. And still, anxiety is still plaguing them. I just said two words. That was a bit funny. But because it is coming from an anointed source, the person is free. Are you following me? I'm not saying don't be serious. Be serious. But look at the dimension of your life. There are certain people when they are serious, they don't frown their faces like the way you do. Some what they are really they are seriously serious, but they will be smiling. Those people they are dangerous, though. especially those who smile when they get seriously angry. Eh? Those people, when they really get angry, bah, they will say, Ah, hmm. Jack, <laughs> uh, disappear. Don't run, don't even flee, disappear. I know there are people like that here. No matter how angry they are, you will not see it like the way other people manifest their anger. They will shout, they will just smile, and you think, when you are more defaulted, you will see. If you don't run, what will, what will land on your jaw, your right jaw? You. <laughs> you know, one of my uncles had a dog. The dog, when the dog wants to bite you, it will never bark. Sometimes it will even be wagging the tail as if it knows you. Whilst it's coming around you now, you know that Jesus is Lord. That the name of the dog was crazy. <laughs> crazy. How can you call a dog crazy? Hallelujah. So you see, we need to understand these things. I know that many of you have been delayed in life. It is when you know you have been delayed in life that first, thank God for the gift of life. 
Are you listening to me? Even that one, you need to show a certain contentment in the gift of life and give thanks to God and stretch forth and say, Lord, I lay hold of whatever I have lost in this life. Because if you don't show contentment and give thanks to God for the gift of life and you let your focus be so much on what you have not yet achieved, the devil can call you a failure and you will believe. And that is how suicidal thoughts will start coming to the minds of people. People will be so focused on what they don't have to a point that they don't even focus on what they have. And because of that, they would even think of taking their own lives. Are you listening to me? Now, you see, people like me, by the special grace of God, that maybe I will say, what I'm looking for, I've still not received it. Oh God, I want to take my life. Okay. What are you going to use to take? Now you, the life is yours. That, that's the, <coughs> that, is the, that is where the understanding has got into. The life, no cramp on it, is not mine. That's I'm taking my life. It's, that one alone is haram. I'll take my own life. You, you have you have life. Are you listening to me? I'm speaking to those who are hearing voices from demons, who are hearing voices from negative spirits concerning things in their lives. We are just going to lift one prayer for the next five minutes and you are dealing with any altar of stagnation if you sense within yourself that you are actually not at where God prepared you to be all right Sammy I will surely do so I will surely do so there are many dimensions of that warfare many dimensions but the greatest among them all is called the warfare of memories the warfare of memories now our focus have not actually come on that but the devil is really using memories to destroy many lives and it's a serious thing now that is mostly the work of familiar spirits as I was talking to us the other time you see, even when you get born again, you have lived a certain life you are not supposed to live. That kind of memory has not been deleted. Whatever you do in this world is recorded in the memory cells. And it is very dangerous because even if the memories don't come back to you in a replay form, because it is in the cells, it will be transferred to your children. And the children will come and start living that life. That's why it's a dangerous thing. Mostly that is the, the highest weapon of the devil. So many of us don't understand why 
relationship will can't stay with one woman. It will be later that you go and ask and they tell you, oh, yeah. your great-great-grandfather married four wives, your great-grandfather three wives, your grandfather three wives, your father two. Then you now know that, uh, so that is the reason why I cannot, I cannot stay with Akushia Dumpo alone. Now, you need, you need to fight. Because the thing is in the cells. Are you listening to me? There are certain cells in us called the memory cells. Memory cells. Now, do you know that? They actually, the, the memory cells are the ones that really form the heart and the brain of a child in the mother's womb. When there is a mingling of the sperm of the man and the ovaries of the woman and they begin to form the fetus the first thing that will be formed will be the spine the brain the heart all these are formed by the kind of cells known as the memory cells they are actually the cells that will let us say ah what's your mommy what's your papa now, it is not only on the phenotypic side, which is just the physical side, that they say, ah, your face looks like your mother. No. There are some of us, we don't really look like our parents physically. But then, in character, we are exactly like them. That is the most important part. Oh. That is the most important part. So, if you look like your grandfather, but then, in character, you are like your father. Are you listening to me? Like, you see, that is one of the when God opened my eyes when I was doing medla in level 200. This is what God began to show me. And he said, this is what, what I'm teaching you. That is why I brought you here. I'm not, I didn't bring you here to come and work at the hospital. In fact, there are many things God showed me about blood that I cannot teach now. Because if I start, some of you will say, man of God, man, you will leave the place and I'll be left here with my wife. <clears throat> I'm telling you. I'm te that's why, mostly, when I'm talking about the matters of blood, I'm very, very, very sensitive. Because I don't want to go beyond a certain mark that has been given to me. there are many things people of God sometimes my daughter she looks like me but she behaves like her father exactly it is possible it is possible that is the reason why before you think of getting married and giving birth look at your life very well Listening to it's a very serious matter. Oh. This thing I'm talking about eh? it is the reason why families are struggling because when the devil wants to attack, he will, he will, he will assign familiar spirits, those ones are they have professorship in the memories of men, they familiar spirits, they are not strong, they don't fight, but then. When it comes to memories, things you have even forgotten, they will bring it back to your mind. 
And whenever they bring those things back to your mind, they will create an atmosphere that will let you be stagnated. So that many of us want to marry. But any time we are thinking of trying to marry, the enemy brings memories of some fornications we have engaged in way back to our minds. And we try to even control our minds with certain dreams, a whole lot of things. And this has kept many people in one place for many years. This is what some of us don't understand though. There is a way to handle these things. Are you getting my point? There is, a, there is a godly way to handle these things. It is not a one-day job. We should get this. The renewing of the mind eh, is not a one-day work. The renewing of the mind. Eh? Sometimes when the devil wants to lock maybe a certain traveling door, and he, he doesn't, you are not fornicating, you are not doing anything wrong now. And he doesn't get any means, any stands in your life to lock that door. He will send a familiar spirit. That spirit will come. And what that spirit will do is that the spirit will travel through your memory to, your, to the past. And bring out somebody who wronged you seriously. That even today when you recall that thing. Hi, you want to even you want to kill the person, and sometimes how he will do it is, is that you will be talking to somebody and the person will just mention the name of that person who wronged you 17 years ago. Immediately, that spirit will start bringing the memories. Hi, everything will come back to your eyes as if it just happened today. The moment that happens, your heart will start becoming bitter. And the moment that bitterness is released, it is a platform for the enemy to stand against that traveling door. So that some of you have not killed anybody, but because of unforgiveness, certain doors have been locked. Now let me tell you, there are, you see, we need to know how the devil works. And once we get to know, God will now show us the way to live our lives. Are you listening to me? Tell yourself that me, no matter from today, I will never be offended in life. I will never be offended in life. Now you see, this is, it, it will sound simple. <laughs> but you will know, you will know that it is, that it is a serious contention. People will do things to provoke you. But you see, you will never be offended. <laughs> Anybody who has gone to a point where he doesn't get offended by what people do, you have passed a certain test that is very hard. I'm telling you. And it is not a one-day work. We keep practicing. That is the point where we call baptism of fire. Hmm. Are you getting my point?
go through that, you will be purified. I'm telling you. Oh, may the Lord help us. I know that some of you listening to me still have memories of what certain people have done to you. And any time that memory comes to your mind, bitterness begins to grow. So even when the devil wants to attack you and he can't find a way, he will bring back those memories. It's a, it's a mental battle. I'm telling you. It's a mental battle. Serious one. A certain lady left you, your beloved left you. That guy broke your heart. You didn't you didn't do anything wrong. Now that thing has entered straight into your heart. And whenever it comes to your mind, you, you just don't know what to do. Let me help you. Don't entertain that kind of atmosphere it will block many good doors from opening are you listening to me now don't say or i don't say yeah you mean the nipple nipple the only ashimi power me that shimmy is i didn't see ashimi the more now is show no the better name song say so but sure i know that name soon go for more there will be nothing This is what they are not teaching us. Some of you, eh, that traveling breakthrough is just a simple thing. You have to just say, it's okay. It doesn't matter what my mother has done to me. I'm forgiving her. Now, it is not a, it's not just a statement we make. Oh. Are you getting it? Because forgiveness is of the heart. And even when your heart forgives, your mind uh, must align to what your heart has done. Else, your heart has forgiven, but your mind will prevent that thing because the memory is in your mind. That is why your heart must always align with your mind according to the will of God. Whenever your heart is seeing something different from your mind, there is confusion. Do you know how to solve this issue? It is called intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Eh? In every single day of your life, get at least 20 to 30 minutes and go to the Holy Ghost. In prayer, the prayer is not for things. He listen to me. Don't pray for protection. Don't pray for your children. Don't pray for anything. Tell the Holy Ghost, search me out. Search my heart. If there is anything that is in me that does not align to your will, help me and take it out of me. And just pray, Holy Ghost, help me. Holy Ghost, help me. This should be the prayer. 
don't think of it. Some of us can't pray without mentioning our needs. Some of us, is, we are praying, we are thanking God this morning. Lift your voice and thank God. Then they start. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. Any witch that is fighting my destiny, die by fire. Look at this. Every day witch. You know, here we deal with witches. Yes. But not everything that witches are the ones who... <laughs> oh, Yehovah. So, Mr. Papa, is true, but I attend prayer meeting with a colleague who is owing me and doesn't even care about it. Anytime I see her, the things that go in, on in my mind, eh, hmm, it's, eh, what I'm talking about is a serious issue. It's a serious issue. And this one, you need to, you know, intentionally go to God. Help me forget this. See, cannot put them around the channel. Lord help me. It will not take one day. Are you getting my point? But then the more you keep going before the Holy Ghost for his help, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, one day you will look at yourself and you'll be shocked of how you were able to come out of that thing. I know that many of us, we are bitter we have been offended by many people, even pastors, even churches. It's a serious thing. You, you really need to... It is only the Holy Spirit who can help you with this. I'm telling you. Pastors can counsel you. But if whatever they are saying is not backed by the Spirit... It is just an advice. You can choose to take it or not. So, you don't wait for a pastor to come and do this. Go to the Holy Ghost. That is the reason why in intimacy, when you go to the Holy Ghost, Lord, you are the only one I have. Without you, my life will be destroyed. I thank you for the good things you are doing in my life. I thank you even for the light of understanding in the word of God you have given to me. And I see, you start giving glory to the Holy Ghost. Now you realize that sometimes once you are doing this, all of a sudden, your heart will start speaking of the things in you that are wrong. Have you ever come to God in prayer, even sometimes during worship? You just want to glorify God. Then you start recalling the things that people have done to you. Start recalling what you have done wrong to people. This, like all of a sudden, all those things will start coming to your mind. Anytime you experience that thing, it means the Holy Ghost wants to have an intimate relationship with you. Please, don't throw those thoughts away. Are you getting it? First, admit them. Yes, Lord. All these things are in my heart. Help me. At that point, forget the prophet you think you are. Forget the apostle you think you are. Come before him. 
This is not a showman kind of thing. You are not doing it before anybody. It is between you and that's why it's called the secret place. This is what we do in the secret place. We don't pray for things. We don't even pray for anointing for the work of God. We go for heart check. We go for mind check. We go for the Lord to work on us. He will take away the, the chaff that is in us, the junk in us, and he will start gradually pouring his life in us, bit by bit by bit by bit. Give yourself six months. Your entire life will change. I'm telling you. And mostly, when all those thoughts begin to flood your mind once you are in the presence of the Holy Spirit, sometimes you cannot do anything but to just keep crying. Please, when you sense like shedding tears, let it flow. Are you listening to me? Because sometimes, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, when you recall all the bad things people have done to you and you begin to cry, you are pouring out the emotions that you have actually harbored in your heart. This is not just a normal cry. It is one that is being influenced by the Spirit. Are you listening to me? The way the, way the place has become quiet, it looks like the Holy Ghost is working on people's minds and hearts right now. I'm telling you, you see, I've, I've received my portion before, some years back. One of my sons did something that really entered into my heart. And in fact, I think I've shared that story here. I decided to lift my hand of him in the spirit. In fact, I did it. And I said, whatever will happen. Sometimes I, I will be just, I will just be praying. I will see visions of him being poisoned by a lady. And I said, so what? I will not even pray about it. I was so bitter because the thing really entered into my heart. But when the angel of the Lord appeared and said, if you want your messages to make impact, let them work on you first. And I, be, I went to the Holy Ghost for heart and mind check. He was the first person I even called. Hey Charlie, how's the ministry going? This, 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 this. I'm telling you. Even now, you see, let me tell you this. The memory of what my, my son did is still in my mind. Are you, are you, are you with me? But then... All those memories can come to my mind right now and there will be no bitterness in my heart because God has dealt with me by His Spirit. Let me tell you the truth. As for the memories, you may not forget them till you die. 
because the thing has just moved from being a memory in the in the mind into your cells so so long as you have a physical body that memory will keep coming are you following but then just go to the holy spirit for a heart check and for a mind check there is something we call the renewing of the mind once your mind is renewed even when the memory comes back you will see it from a new lens perspective you know the memory cells are not just scientific sure they are actually they start from your soul the memory cells in your body link to what we call the imagination in your soul one of these days i'll start teaching about man and we'll go into details we'll pick the, the spirit of man we'll talk we'll pick the soul we'll pick the body and that one i think we have to use two years to finish because we are we are complex beings how many of us have ever seen the spiritual state of an angry person before when somebody's seriously furious can you picture the soul of the person <laughs> you will know that's a dangerous thing that is highly dangerous if you begin to see these things that one now crowd will kill anger gradually how when you get angry the ears that hear good things for you to follow begins to block gradually the eyes that see good things will begin to close all the sites that you pick wisdom from will shut down because you are angry and there is only one side of you that will be popped up and that is where you your whole mind and everything will be channeled towards hey may god help us Someone says, a man of God, be I know, was also heard by one of his sons, and he cursed him. The guy who was a pastor ended up selling marijuana and eventually died. Now he claims he forgave the guy and told him to come so that he prays for him, but the guy didn't, so he's not responsible for his death. Look at this. Man of God, oh. Now that should tell you that even anointing cry cannot prevent you from being better. Anointing cannot even prevent bitterness. Now, it's a serious thing we are talking about. Oh. In fact, the more you get anointed, get ready. If your heart is so sensitive, some of you, when you hear people insult you, now you Somebody said, we are born. You want to you want to chase, you want to bury the world in the sea. <laughs> now, if you know you are not an animal, what is your problem? In fact, can I tell you something? Do you know that anything that breathes is an animal? 
adidi e hume bia is an animal even when you come to science kingdom animalia man is one of them animal is a term <laughs> that's why sometimes i remember the first day i called this i said ah eh, because me aboa me ma me bufu bi sometimes even knowledge will help you solve that nonsense anger issues So from today, if somebody says you are an animal, don't be angry. Now the reason why you are not angry is because you have knowledge. The person will not understand. I said, I said you are an animal, you are not angry. I said, oh, oh. I understand. Yes. <laughs> they will be shocked. But you have saved yourself and your destiny from a whole lot of wahala. <laughs> are you getting it? Some of you, you listen, you, you are so sensitive to what people say about you and what people do to you. Some said the Jewish rabbi said, one said, man without the spirit of God is an animal. Exactly, exactly. Exactly, it's as simple as that. Oh, may the Lord show us mercy and grant us grace. Eh? At this stage of our lives, strive with the help of the Holy Ghost to only be pleased and also please God. Are you listening to me? Grow to the point where what people say about you, even whether positive or negative, will not change your attitude. But it is what the Lord says that you do. If you let this be your focus, I'm telling you, you will now you will now start understanding destiny proper proper. Because you see, all people are not the same. There are people who provoke you, people who insult you, people who do this. Now, the focus shouldn't be on the people; it should be on you. How you react to what they do. Is what brings about every other thing. That if you have grown, there are certain people you will insult them and insult them and insult them. They will never say a word. It is not that we are not human beings, oh, but we are of a higher knowledge. Are, are you listening to me? But there are some of you too. When people insult you and insult you and say, yeah, 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 insult happens and you are the If the water volume pulls the frog. <laughs> that English there, please. It's from my own dictionary. So if you say it anywhere, you're beating. Yeah, insult happens and you are Yeah, No, 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 don't do that. We're not punching you. Why? If you do that, now because you don't tap into energy, you want to make a It means you have. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know the Lord is helping us. Somebody just feeling coldness within herself. You can feel this cold. Yes, yes. That's the working of the Holy Ghost. It's a sign of forgiveness. When you are forgiving people gradually, that is how you begin to feel. 
Forgiveness is like heaven. You feel so good even without money. I'm telling you. The Lord help us and grant us grace. Final statement. There is no character in the universe of God that is more like Christ than forgiveness. Don't forget this statement. There is no character that makes a man more like God than forgiveness. That is why the more you become like God, the more you forgive. And sometimes before the forgiveness must be released, bitterness must go out. A lot of negative things in your heart and in your mind must go out. So forgive. Dare to forgive. Let forgiveness be a norm in your life. And this thing can only be established through intimate relationship. I cannot say receive grace to forgive. Then say amen. No. That grace I can't give. It is only the Holy Spirit that can give. The only thing I can do is to show you how to go to the Holy Ghost to receive that kind of grace. The Lord bless us. Someone said, Papa, when someone says they are forgiving, but still have trouble getting, trouble letting go of the pain, what does that mean? It means you have not forgiven. I said this the other time. It means you have not forgiven. So long as the pain is there, there is no forgiveness. That's why many of us think we have actually forgiven people, but deep inside our hearts, we have not forgiven them. Because the moment you recall the situation, the pain gets up again, that you have not forgiven. Do you know how the whole thing works? It is like, as I've already explained, hunger and a nail that is on the wall. If I have my shirt on a hanger, and I have a nail on the wall, definitely. I know that that is the place I'm supposed to hang my shirt. But if I have my shirt on the hanger and there is no nail on the wall, I wouldn't get any place to hang the shirt. So if the memory of the thing that happened comes back to your mind and there is no bitterness in your heart to hook up onto it, you will just, within a few moments, it will just get out of your mind. But when the memory comes back and there is pain, it means there is a nail waiting for the hunger and it must be removed. Let me help you. When you are forgiving someone who has wronged you, this is what happens. When you see the person, first, we are show. Are you listening to me? The first thing, we are show. Because if you have not forgiven the person, the moment you see the person, not that you are afraid. I know, I know you understand. The ladies, the men are not saying, boys, boys, they are not saying, man, we should not issues. Amaye. 
you can fight but 15 minutes later it my yen noodles be a army near the we are near the air it's part of us but you see mostly when women fight it can take ages and some of them are even waiting for the ages to come hey That is why you, you should, yeah? most of the reasons why many women have not experienced goodness in their lives is because of unforgiveness. Because the devil knows that he can use your emotions to corner a lot of things in your life. And if you're a lady here, listen to me carefully. Dare to forgive. Are you listening to me? Be very strict on forgiveness. Hey, me, before, that is why you should always think like this. This guy that I'm trusting with my plans he can do something wrong against me I, you should know that oh. you should know that that guy you are in a relationship with he can wake up one day and say let's break up that there is nothing you can do about it now you shouldn't hate him because of that so always put this at the back of your mind and forgive people in advance if you don't do this your heart will be full with bitterness every time and you'll be blocking your own doors. So that people who wrong me in the sense that we are sorry, so, oh, well, I knew that you do it, so I even forgave you before you did that thing. So let's take this, go and buy some gobe. Sometimes the people who wrong now say, don't talk to me again. You have already forgiven them. Leave the people. Leave the people. You know, don't let what people do change what you do. Are you getting it? Yes. Somebody say, Papa, please, how about those who don't trust our forgiveness to them? That is them, not you. So long as you know you are forgiving them and you have nothing against them, you are good to go. Leave them alone. Just build a certain atmosphere around you. They cannot do anything wrong to you. That is it. You know, some, some people who used to talk plenty, they become very quiet. Oh, Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. No matter what people do to you, look for the right thing from God and do it. Don't do anything based on what somebody did to you. Because you will later become a distraction to your own life. Wow. My daughter said I have a testimony. Testify. Testify. You can you can type for us for the sake of our time. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us and increase us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will come upon you mightily 
I ask that the Holy Spirit will brood over your heart and your mind in Jesus' name. I pray, no matter that pain that is in your heart, no matter what the enemy, what people have done to you, I pray that the Lord will help you to open your heart up to forgive in the name of the Lord Jesus. And anything, any blessing that is tied to your forgiveness, as you forgive people, let these blessings be released in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord help us and grant us grace in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. If you know you have something against someone, the person wronged you and it is still in your heart, let me help you. Right from here, get some time. Sit down quietly without any song and say, Holy Ghost, help me. Mention the name of the person three times and smile. And begin to imagine yourself hugging the person, smiling with the person. Even if after everything you will not talk to the person again. Because you see, not talking to the person again does not mean you have not forgiven. Are you listening to me? Because there are certain people, as for forgiveness, we need to forgive them. But we are not supposed to allow them to our seconds again. It does not mean you have not forgiven them. So let me help you. Picture yourself hugging that person. Shaking hands with the person. Imagine it for a long time. Don't do a quick flash in your mind. No. The way the pain stayed in your mind and in your heart for a long time. Use a long imagination to overthrow it. And tell the Holy Spirit to help you. Mention the person's full name. And smile along. Are you listening to me? If the person that wronged you is Akusia Dumpu, mention Akusia Dumpu Harrison and laugh. <laughs> oh, Akusia, you are my sister. <laughs> you know, you know, you have a certain name. You to call Akuaku. When you are saying it, people around say, Ah, sister, forget them. You know what you are doing. But see, as funny as it may sound. It is a serious healing to somebody. And don't do it just for one day. Are you listening to me? Do it continuously for 90 days, which is three months. And come back with a serious testimony. It is done. Amen. The Lord bless you. All right, please get your salt ready. Let me pray over them. Get your salt ready. Get also your share butter ready. Now what we have done right now is higher than killing all the witches in the family. Are you listening to me? Yes. Alright, are you ready? 
Christ, I'm praying over the salt right now. I'm praying over the salt right now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we come before thee, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We let these tokens before you. From today, it is not any normal salt. It is hereby declared even to be the divine preservative of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let this token of salt receive your power. Let your anointing, let your breath, let your mighty hand come upon this token. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let it carry the properties of healing. Let it carry the properties of God of preservation. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, wherever this talking will be applied mighty god let your glory be seen in the mighty name of the lord jesus let your breath come upon it and let there be an angel in charge of this token even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah hallelujah please take note Take note from now to the end of this month. Whenever you are taking your bath, put some of the salt in your water. Are you listening to me? And your prayer is just simple Oh Lord, preserve my life. Your prayer is simple Oh Lord, preserve my life. You can give some to your children. You can give some to your parents. But make sure you have enough that will sustain you to the end of the month. Are you following? Alright, sure, sure. My son, I'll, I'll do that. Prince, I'll, I'll upload it. Alright, good. Now, let me pray over the share button right now. Get it ready. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, I speak over this talking. From today, it ceases to be normal Shabbatah. It is hereby declared to be in the balm of Gilead. Let your mighty hand, your anointing, your breath, your power come upon it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree and declare, O oh Lord, let there be an angel in charge of this talking. Wherever this talking will be administered, let there be a release of your healing power, your anointing, your miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus, do this to your own glory. In Jesus' precious mighty name amen the lord bless you the lord bless you okay Sarah is showing the testimony says shalom afternoon people of god i want to give god all the praise for bringing one battle to a glorious end i was waiting for so long for a reassignment in the immigration daddy has spoken so confidently that it was done when we spoke yesterday and that night a recording was dropped but the list of about 200 people only started from 1 to 20 and from 80 to 100 which means some part got missing just few minutes ago i received the soft copy and my name is on the list wow glory to jesus i remember i was just talking to her about it yesterday she called 
She was one of the people that called in the morning and I told her it is done. She shouldn't be afraid. And to the glory of God, it is done. Wow. We give God praise. And if there is any prayer I prayed for you yesterday, the testimony is coming in Jesus. That even though they made a mistake with my previous teaching, I'm so joyous for what God has done. It is settled. So long as your name has appeared in the list and they have changed everything, it is done in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, people of God, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. And it won't be long. I'll fix another day for um for the four lines to be opened again. But this time around, I want to make it um a bit organized so that um, I will give specific time and you know dates for specific people. Are you getting it? So that at least. Um, it will help all of us. May the Lord bless us. Um, if, you are, if you are in Kaswa, Komo Sahata Valaya, if you understand the tongues that I just spoke, it is for the Kaswa people. Thank you very much. Oh, I've just said something beautiful to the Kaswa people, though. So you didn't get it. Please, I beg you. I can't say it in English. I beg. Thank you very much. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I know the day I land in Kaswa, they will take me to court. But the Lord has already vindicated me. Amen. And then I cast him the dead at Kaswa for my auntie. And then I cast him the dead Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so please, I'm Eva in Kaswa. Velusha Kabatayas. Kelly Habatayas. All right. God bless you. And keep all of you strong. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Some said you said you love us so much. <laughs> all right the lord bless you and favor you all in jesus precious mighty name please god willing tomorrow exactly 4 30 p.m i'm going to meet all the covenant partners all the covenant partners last week i traveled for a certain assignment that is why we couldn't meet please if you're a covenant partner god willing Tomorrow, 4.30 p.m., we are going to meet. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. And also, if you want to be a covenant partner, um, you can send me a text. I will add you to the covenant partners um, WhatsApp platform and we'll take things from there. The Lord bless you and favor you all in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, all right. So please, if you have already sent me a message that I should add you to the Covenant Partners platform and I've not seen it, 
kindly resend the message. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you all. We shall meet. God willing. Please, if you are in Cape Coast, if you are around Cape Coast, God willing, this evening, exactly 6.30 p.m., we are meeting for our prayer and prophetic service. Make sure you join us. We are going to really fire prayer. The Lord is going to help us. So make sure you join us. And also on the 24th of this month, on the 24th of this month, it is a Saturday, we are actually going to meet for Eagles Conference Cape Coast Edition. Hallelujah. Please, we are, today's fasting we are ending at exactly, 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 exactly. God, the way somebody's heart is beating so fast. Mami, me wu she me. Why, Miss Remo? Nyami o jumana afi na me beshasi. Please, we are ending at exactly 3 p.m. The Lord bless you. Why, because you, you are suspect. If you dance to this, this, eh, Irene, we are saying God bless me because of this statement. Irene. <laughs> All right, the Lord bless you. <laughs> Someone said, Daddy, I don't have food. Any fact to us, where? So you get food. The Lord will help you. All right, the Lord bless you all in Jesus' precious mighty name. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
how excellent is your name oh lord my god how excellent how excellent how excellent how excellent how excellent how excellent oh lord my god how excellent how excellent hey batu mazala kaibra kumazala oh lord my god how excellent is your name in all the earth how excellent is your name oh lord my god how excellent is your name in all the earth how excellent is your name Para, para, para 